Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to. <laughs> Hello, everyone out there. You're listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Tersh Blissett. Today's episode, uh, we ha- we have an awesome guest on here. It's it's kind of fitting, and I was saying this earlier, but um, today we're having we're in the midst of a massive pandemic uh, with the coronavirus and it's it's terrifying at the same time as um, ignorance is bliss and we're trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong and we're just like oh let's just do remote stuff so uh, on today's show uh, it's really cool to have uh, Andrea Fryer Fryer there you go Fryer there you go got it Thank you. Um, Andrea is on the show today, and uh, she's the co-founder of Agile Sherpas. Did I get that right? You got that one right. You're giving me some yep. tongue twisters today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Um, and it's 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 really cool because we're going to talk about agile marketing, and uh, you, we all know that being agile is the, the companies that are going to survive through this pandemic they have to be agile and they're going to have to be someone who can pivot and, um, and, and make changes and still survive, you know, with that. And, uh, a, uh, this is the world's longest intro by the way, and off topic <laughs> intro, but I just seen this post yesterday about a, that this, uh, this virus is going to bankrupt more companies than it's going to kill people because people aren't used to being agile. They're not used to being able to do these things and pivot very quickly. Um, Some of our companies, some of our listeners, they are third and fourth generation companies and it's just the way we've always done it. That's how we do it. That's why we do it. It's because the way we've always done it. Um, And we may have 30 people in the office or even 10 people, five people in the office that um, that's just how we've always done it. And instead of working remote and now, so that's kind of a new thing for a lot of people. But uh, today we're going to talk about three different ways uh, or three agile marketing myths. And uh, we're going to uh, hopefully kind of debunk those myths a little bit, maybe. And uh, I didn't actually prove that. (laughs) I didn't ask that question beforehand. I'm just assuming. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your background. Yeah. So I'm a digital marketer by trade. I've been doing marketing for about 15 years and different capacities. Most recently, I specialize in content marketing. So I do a lot of writing, a lot of video, uh, content strategy and things like that for Agile Sherpas. And that's what I did before. I started the company. Um, Agile Sherpas is about three years old, and we take um, the combination of our own marketing expertise and experience and combine it with a very nerdy passion for agile ways of working and help marketers apply those existing agile frameworks that were so popular and well received in software and, and turn them into things that work for the marketing profession. Oh, really cool. Okay. So what does Sherpas mean? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> um, so Sherpas are the people that guide you up a mountain. 
Um, they're primarily in like mm. Nepal and they, they um, are in the, not the Alps, the like Mount Everest. You need a Sherpa to help you get up to the top. So they're someone who knows uh, the path and they can guide you on your journey. You're okay. You got fancy on me. I see. So you're <laughs> an agile guide through yes. marketing. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, that's really cool. I'll never forget it now. Uh, good, good, good. Anybody else that's listening, I'm sure. Uh, so the myth that we're going to talk about, what, let's just, let's just dive right in. Cause we've already, we've already been talking for a minute. Uh, what's, um, what's that, that, that first myth that we have that you see a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, probably the big one is that agile is just all about speed and, uh, there's actually a lot more to it. Um, certainly an agile team or an agile company will be able to go faster, but a lot of that comes from the fact that they focus themselves very carefully on doing the right work at the right time. Mm. And so it's, it's not so much that they can move super quickly. It's that they are exerting all of their effort single-mindedly in one value adding activity or project. And then as soon as that thing is done, they move on to the next one. And what all of the, the research on like multitasking and things has shown us is that when we work on lots of things at the same time, they all take way longer than they need to. Mm -hmm. And so by having a system that forces you to focus on executing work, it looks like everything goes super quickly, but it's really just that you limited the amount of things you're doing at any given time. So with that, are you saying that... Um don't start another task until one task is completely finished or um, don't try and do two tasks at the same time. Or like if you're doing this task, like completely pause and stop this task and then bring up this task. Yeah. I think both uh, can okay. be super helpful. Um, there's, there's one of the agile frameworks is called Kanban K A N B A N. If you're not familiar with the spelling of it, uh, it's a Japanese word. Um, so it's a little Definitely bit different. Not from, English. I picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's one of its um, kind of mantras is stop starting, start finishing. So instead of, it's like you were saying, take a task all the way to done before you pick up a new one. And sometimes that's not practical because especially if you're doing like creative work or you're, yeah. you know, trying to tackle a problem, you need to put it aside and come back to it at a later time. And so then, you know, you might, like you said, deliberately pause and, and move to it, something else and then come back to it, um, which is a similar principle. It's, but that's far better than I'm really going to try to sit down and finish this blog post, but, Oh, look, here's a new email. And Oh, what an interesting thing happening on Twitter right now. And, and you get to spread thin. And then that blog post that you could have finished in an hour, if you sat down and did only that, has now spread out to take your entire morning because you were pip, you know, jumping back and yep. forth among things. So here's, here's where I get stuck on blog posts. Um, first off, I'm a horrible writer. So I typically will talk and then have it transcribed. That's usually my go-to move there just for anybody that's listening and, and wants to know how I can put out content that doesn't read completely horrible. That's how, uh, <laughs> but whenever I'm actually going through the blog post and editing and, and doing all the SEO junk that you got to do. I get stuck 
as soon as it's time to make that image. And then it's like, mm. oh, here we go. Like rabbit hole, we're going to fix all of our images now. And, <laughs> uh, and so that's where my, my multitasking ADD kicks in for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think that that leads nicely into a, a second myth for around agile and in marketing especially is that we kind of don't have a plan, right? That we're just working on whatever seems useful and good at any given moment. Um, so your, your example of, you know, I'm fixing this one image, so I might as go, might as well go fix the 50 other ones, you know, mm -hmm. that, that are bugging me cause they're not on brand or whatever the problem is. Yeah. I changed um, my font. So my other fonts aren't really working and this one's a little shade closer to orange versus gold. I'm going to go change all my brand colors and I'll, yeah, yep. guilty. I've done it. <laughs> it's easy to do. Um, but we have this agile tool called a backlog or it's, it, you can also think of it just as a prioritized to do list, right? And it's out there and the prioritized part is the really important thing. So it's not just a brain dump of all the things that we could be doing. The top item is the highest priority, highest value thing that we could be doing. Oh, cool. And so what I tend to do, and I'm in that situation like you're describing, is I, I think, oh, I need to update these, these uh, images. They're off-brand, and, and I would like for them to be updated. So instead of going and doing that thing right then, I make a card for it and put it into my backlog, and I, make, I look at everything else that I've wanted to do, and I say, all right, is that really the most important thing I could be doing right now, or is it really like number 20 on the list? Probably and then put two. it where it, right? <laughs> yeah. But then put it where it belongs and your brain feels good about it because you, you captured it and it's, it's now documented in a, in a place where you won't forget to do it, mm. but you don't need to go chase that rabbit right this very second. Yeah, and the backlog sense. is really powerful for doing that because then all your work is out there and it's adjustable. You know, you, we put it in, in a tool where you can drag and drop and move things around. And so as new things come up, you add them to the backlog and maybe they are super important uh, and you need to send an email to all your customers about how you're dealing with a particular virus outbreak and that's your top priority yeah. item. Yeah. That but one kind of the backlog is cool for that. Fast. Yeah. 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 So that backlog, is that something that we can get through you or is that like, how does that even work? I haven't talked. Yeah. Sure. So everybody make can make a backlog in whatever tool you have. Like, um, oh, we, you, okay. if you're if you're uh, an analog sort of person, you. Just I was going to say, on. is this just a digital thing, or you so you can sticky note it up? You can sticky note it up for sure. Um, make sure you get the good kind of sticky notes, or they'll fall off your your, your whiteboard, screen. and then your your backlog is gone forever. Um, yes, I have a back, <laughs> I have a backlog decoration around each one of my monitors, so oh, they'll yeah. have these attached to them. And uh, uh -huh. oh, I don't know if it's going to stick back. Oh, uh -oh. Yeah, it did. We got the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can also do digital um, as well. Now that everybody is is gone remote, right, for the foreseeable future. Um, my favorite simple tool, which is free, um, is Trello. T R E L L O. Yeah. And it's super easy to, to attach files to the card and you can put due dates on it and give it a little checklist and do all the things that you need to do. 
Um, and I'll, I'll send you a link uh, that you can put in the show notes. Uh, I've made like a free template that people can just oh, grab. And That's exactly what I was going to ask. How many times have you seen somebody get on Trello and they're just like, holy cow. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is way, like my head just exploded. I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm just not going to do this. Yeah, it's like staring at a at a blank screen, right, with that cursor flashing at you, trying to like write yeah. something, do something. Yeah, um, and you're like, so uh, I don't know, I quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the board, you know, uh, the template board is a good place to start. Sweet, that'd be awesome. So, how about uh, number three? Number three, um, you know, this is a good one. Uh, going back to kind of the the remote conversation is people will think that if I'm not in the same room with the rest of my team or the people that I work with, that I can't be agile, that we have to be co-located for it to work, um, which is totally not true. Um, there's a lot of really awesome things that happen when we are face-to-face and um, able to collaborate in that way but the thing we're doing right now with being able to be on video together like i can see you i can see your environment and we can get a lot of the same context and the same nuance of facial expression and things that humans really need and so being remote is not an excuse not to to try these things out Um, and even one of the most powerful and common agile meetings is the daily stand-up where you get all of your team together for 15 minutes at the start of the day to talk about, all right, what are we all working on and what blocks have we encountered? How are we going to help one another? And this type of, you know, video uh, interaction does just as well as if we were in the room together. Yeah, I really like that. And that is the, with us being completely remote, that's the number one thing that we get is, um, you can't collaborate with each other if you're not, sitting in the room next to them you can't over if you can't overhear them and and to me it's like so you're telling me that because we can't have water cooler talk (laughs) we uh we can't have a a good company an agile company and uh it's it's funny because um the problems that i hear companies have that are that'll have um you know four or five office staff we don't deal with those same issues because we don't have, there's not, there's not, there's no time for us to gossip. Like there's not that interaction because uh, we're very deliberate on zoom calls and through Slack, we communicate through Slack through certain channels. Uh, And so everything is like, we have a great culture and we have great relationships. We have a banter page in Slack so Mm -hmm. we can like goof off and stuff. But uh, the, um, gossiping is also a non-negotiable for us but uh it's it just doesn't happen with us because of that um we don't have there's not when we have free time working back and forth it's it's more of um interacting you know via slack or you know we do phone calls too but and then zoom calls but uh it, it helps the culture out a lot more than it hinders it in my opinion yeah yeah, and it's, I think it's become kind of an Agile myth because there is an actual line in the Agile Manifesto that talks about uh, face-to-face being the most efficient and effective means of conveying information. But that was written like in 2001 and video technology right. has come a long way oh, yeah. since then. And Absolutely. so, yes, like the, the digital tools help a lot. Um, we're we're distributed team at Agile Sherpas as well. And so we rely on these things quite a bit. Um, 
And I think that, that making video the default way of communicating as opposed to trying to convey complex information mm -hmm. over Slack is, is definitely a good, that's a good use of that value, right? The, the value on face-to-face -face interaction because like we've all had a Slack message be horribly misinterpreted because oh, the people yeah. didn't, they can't hear the connotation in your, mm -hmm. in your voice or in your head. And so it comes across the wrong way, mm -hmm. but you know, video should be able to alleviate that. Yeah. And I have an extremely dry sense of humor. And so sometimes I'll say something or I'll type it in Slack. And most of my guys, they know very well that I'm not mad or anything like that. And they're like, all right, Debbie Downer, like pick it up. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not even exact. That's not even what I was saying. But whenever I went back and reread it, it's, it, I was like, okay, I can see, I can see what you're saying. But, uh, Usually, so now I'll even in Slack, I'll shoot a little video from my phone and put it right into Slack. And so they can actually hear the connotation in my voice and that type of stuff. So yeah, uh, I, I find that people are full of excuses pretty much out of fear of change. I, I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe your opinion on that. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, we go in and, and a lot of what we do is help teams get started using mm -hmm. agile um, a lot of this stuff is quite simple to do for yourself you know to, to set up your own personal kanban board and limit your own activities but then you start expanding out to a team and now you have to agree on priorities and agree how you're going to work together and all these sorts of things and so it gets more complicated and you mm -hmm. get a lot of interpersonal dynamics and especially sometimes we'll go to you know you were alluding to kind of folks who have had their business for a long time they've been in the family for a long time and we find that it's those kinds of uh, situations that tend to be the most change averse yeah. we we've worked with a lot of financial companies in the recent past where people have this is their career they've been at that company for 15 years and that's always been done this way mm -hmm. and when you start talking about changing process what they hear is you're bad at your job and we're here to show you how bad at your job you are when really it's like, <laughs> let's optimize and improve as a, yeah. not, not with any like judgment around it. Right. Totally. I agree with that. And so like my, we're a train dealer and that's the air conditioning equipment that we'll install. And so my TM, he can work remote. He has an office at the building and he, he goes there pretty much every day, but he has, everything that he needs is all in the cloud. And so he can work remote. Uh, so, and they did that on purpose so that he could go to conferences and still be able to work. So he doesn't get out of actually doing his job whenever it's conference mm -hmm. time and have to go, you know, and so, but then whenever uh, something like this, you know, natural disasters strikes, he can still work from home as long as you have internet and you know, you still can, you can work from home or a remote office. Um, or like a shared office space type thing. Have you, have you seen companies like drastically reduce overhead expenses whenever they do like, like cut down on the actual building size even cause so we've found that we've, we've, we've found that we've had some people who um, can take phone calls and that type of stuff in other parts of the country that are really good and they don't have, now they don't have to relocate here. We can just hire them. They can do all of the stuff that we need done from their current home uh, or office there. Yeah. And that, that lets often? you, yeah, it's quite common. Um, and that lets you access a broader pool of talent, right? Cause you're, 
you're not just looking for people that could or would be able to come where you are. You can stay where they want. Um, we have the same thing when we hire a new coach. We don't care where you're located. If you're, you're going to fly to clients anyway, so we don't care where your flight starts from. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And I think it helps when you're a smaller business that's, that's trying to grow as well, right. because you don't have the hard costs of office overhead and yep. things like that. So you can invest that money in other ways that will set you up for for success and let you find the right people to help you grow the business instead of spending it all on, on monitors and chairs and whatnot. That's exactly what we've done. And so uh, we've, we've been able to buy like newer vans for our service experts instead of having to buy like older user used vans, we're able to purchase new vans and, uh, and their uniform, like all the stuff that we're, we're able to do because we don't have that added overhead expense of, you know, $2,500, $5,000 a month of an office space. Uh, and chairs and monitors and <laughs> like that, you know, um, that's really cool. So how, what's the best way for people to reach out to you if they want to learn more, connect with you um, and all that, that good job. Yeah. Yeah. The nice thing uh, about a weird last name like Fryrear is I'm pretty easy to find. So Same I'm with Andrea. Kirsch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hated I'm it Andrea. as a child, but now it's great because I can be lazy mm -hmm. and just write Tersh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I'm at andreafryrear.com. Uh, you can find links to all the trainings and things that Agile Sherpas does, as well as my books are there. Um, and folks who want to go a little deeper into some of the concepts that we've talked about, you can get, uh, we have a, like an online course that you can watch videos about how this all works. Um, and then also there's a, a little agile quick start guide that I can send to you. I'll send you the PDF of it so you can put it in the show notes that'll show you how to like build that backlog that we were talking about. And that'd be awesome. What's a Kanban board need to look like to work for you and, and really some of the practical stuff that is a lot easier to see an image of than rather just to hear me talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you first open Trello and you're like, Oh, Miss Fryer, what was it that she said I need to do? Because if I don't do that, I'm not going to implement Trello. And mm -hmm. or whenever your office staff opens it and they're like, "What did you give me? Like, you want me to learn this? Like, uh, -uh no. mm -hmm. that's what mine would say." <laughs> Trello's nice because it's really just like digital sticky notes. You know, like they they move like you would a sticky, and it's at least. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Right. It's only as complicated as you make it. And if you're anything like me, you're going to make it as complicated as possible. So. <laughs> well, there's, there's lots of complications for you to add if you, if you so wish. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you so much for taking some time and spending it with us, especially with everything else that's going on hectic-wise. And, uh, and I look forward to uh, learning more from, from you. And I'm definitely going to go check this out. And I'll add uh, that PDF and, and everything to the, to the show notes. But thank you again awesome. for coming on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, if anybody has any questions, uh, make sure you connect. And I will put all the connections and everything in the show notes. But click in the show notes. Uh, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Instagram, if we're not connected, make sure we're connected. Um, and uh, take a screenshot of this if you're listening to this on your phone. Um, if you're listening to it on your, your uh, monitor, take a screenshot of it and uh, post it on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook, wherever. And uh, tag us and 
I'll be sure to uh, follow you back. But anyways, thank you again for listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. This podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Until we talk again next time, have a great day. Thank you.